Every part of your vehicle serves a purpose, especially your tires. When they aren't right, it makes a big difference in safety. So, find great deals on trusted brands of automotive and specialty tires for farm machinery, utility vehicles, and more at Blaine's Farm and Fleet. Did you know Bluff Country Feed and Seed in Mondovi is really growing to meet the needs of farmers? Matt has expanded his service area, and your animals can enjoy the expanded feed lines and bulk custom feed mixes right now. He also has seed for all your planting needs for next spring's planting. Visit Bluff Country Feed and Seeds website at bluffcountryfs.com to see what Matt and the crew can do for you. I'm having some fun talking to Jeannie Chilson from Chilson Motors. And we're talking Ram trucks. And there's an awful lot of pride that goes with the Ram truck owners and the technology and the creators of those Ram trucks. And they have a lot to offer. Absolutely. Ram offers anywhere from a 1500 series all the way up to a 5500 series. So whether you're just towing something around town or you need us to customize it for your business or for your work, we have the Ram experts to do so. Ram trucks are so versatile. You can find them working hard to a night out on the town and they fit right in where Wherever they go. Absolutely. Ram has worked very hard to create an interior on their trucks that is really a luxury vehicle in a truck. Excellent layout of seating, appointments, and they have really worked hard on the detail of their trucks to give owners a really comfortable, well-appointed driving experience. Ram really looks out for their customers by creating great value in their truck. Absolutely. Ram offers so many different engine options as well, too, from the diesel to the classic V8 Hemi to the new TRX, which has a lot of horsepower. How can we find out more about Ram trucks? You can visit either of our two showrooms, Chilson Chrysler Dodge on Highway 53 in Chippewa Falls or Chilson's Corner Motors in Cadott at the corner of Highway X and Highway 27. Or you can visit us on the web at chilson.com. Remember, let our family take care of your family. It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Joe Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. Memorial Day weekend. I know there's still a lot of chores that have to be done, a lot of, lot of field work, although we're, we're getting close to the end with that planting. Some of that heavier, wetter ground is starting to be workable, or has been the last few days. Got some hay down around the area as well, so again... Enjoy the weekend. Hopefully you get some time off to enjoy a picnic or maybe go dance the dust off your boots, whatever you want to do. But however you do it, uh, make sure you do it safely. And that means uh, not only in the fields, but on the roadways as well. One thing that's going on, Memorial Day weekend, and again, there will be a lot of uh, celebrations and parades. Eau Claire will have a parade, and there will be celebrations. And uh, I don't know if I want to call it a celebration, but observances at many uh, cemeteries to honor our fallen heroes who, uh, as we said yesterday, never got a chance to take the uniform off once they put it on, unfortunately, didn't make it home. But uh, the honor ride, something that's been going on now for a while, the honor ride over in Clark County will be on Monday the 29th out of Nielsville, the High Ground Veterans Memorial Park. Start at 7 o'clock in the morning, go until about 5 o'clock in the afternoon because they're going to have... Uh, Motorcycle rides, several route starting points around Wisconsin, scenic uh, routes of brief fuel stops. All routes will converge at the American Legion in Nielsville for raffles. Then riders travel together to the high ground. Lunch and a 3 p.m. Memorial Day ceremony on Monday. Now, if you want to get in on one of these rides, as we said, they start from all over, so you don't have to be right there, and they'll converge in Nielsville. But advanced registration online at www.thehighground.us. So that's a a great Memorial Day observance over there at the high ground. Motorcycle riders from all over will be enjoying it. It's going to be a beautiful day on Monday, 83 and partly sunny. So your leathers may get a little bit hot. But whatever you do for Memorial Day, remember what the day is all about. It's, It's not a holiday. It's observed as a holiday, but it's an observance of those who gave their all. Another nice thing going on, and i got to find out more about this, the memorial at uh, Bloomer. And uh, I saw it on Channel 13 the other day, 
and it's a memorial, kind of a wall of all and pictures included. You know, the Vietnam Memorial. If you've been out there and you've seen the traveling wall, it's been here. It's just fantastic. All the names of all the soldiers and sailors and airmen and whatever that lost their life during the Vietnam conflict. Well, this memorial at Bloomer has pictures, and it's only of Wisconsin soldiers who have been lost during the wars. And with the pictures, and i got to find out the times. Love to get up there and see that because, as I said earlier, my class, the class of 65, lost an awful lot of people, an awful lot of young guys in Vietnam. So, again, that's going on in uh, Bloomer over the weekend as well. So a lot of great observances around the area. Otherwise, we've got farm chores to do, some good news and some not-so-good news here at the Shank of the Day about Chapter 12 bankruptcy filings and Census of Agriculture forms. Uh, if you got one of those forms, fill it out, get it back. It is due. And uh, some grants going out. Buy a local, buy Wisconsin program. Some from our area got those. And Compere Financial. Compere, of course, one of the good sponsors on the farm show, sponsoring our FFA on the air. And they have a rural uh, financial fund for rural America, and they're helping out about 57 more fares this year, getting $4,000 grants in the Compere service area, and some in our area as well, getting those grants. So we got lots to talk about. Jill's off again today, so I'm Bob doing the chores alone here at the Shank of the Day on Wax. Nice morning. It's about 43 right now, and we'll have sun today. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And a quick check of the weather for the weekend and beyond. Brought to you by the Chilson Automotive Group. Check out the great selection of new Rams at ChilsonMotors.com. Well, again, as we said yesterday, short and sweet. Sunny to partly sunny through about next Thursday at least. Temperatures in the 70s today and tomorrow. Then 80s, maybe towards the boy middle of next week. We could be pushing 90, but at least upper 80s. It's 43 right now in the Chippewa Valley. Friday morning, start of Memorial Day weekend. And, of course, it's still May. And May is Beef Month. We're celebrating the Grain Bin Butchery in Boyceville. We'll hear from them in a little while this morning. Also... The good folks at Tractor Central and Alliance Bank. And four people are going to win a $25 gift certificate from the Grain Bin Butchery. And if you haven't gotten involved in that, do it right now. You can win at the Wax Country Club as May Beef Month continues. It's also time to continue the farm show. It's about a minute after 5. This is 104.5 FM WAXX. So, Claire, how about some news? NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. Conservative Republicans are making more demands in exchange for their votes to raise the debt ceiling. Members of the House Freedom Caucus on Thursday urged Speaker Kevin McCarthy to take a tougher stance in negotiations with the White House. They demanded additional provisions to be added to the bill that the House had previously passed to raise the debt limit, including Republican priorities for border security. A new poll shows a majority of black Americans approve of the job that President Biden is doing. Brian Shook fills us in. The Ipsos Washington Post survey put the president's approval rating among black Americans at 66 percent. Meanwhile, 34 percent said they believe his policies have helped their demographic, while 49 percent said Biden's policies have made no difference for black people. Biden made racial justice a major component of his 2020 campaign. I'm Brian Shook. A new study is zeroing in on the 12 most common symptoms of long COVID. Lisa Taylor reports. Hundreds of symptoms have been reported, but among the most common are ongoing fatigue, brain fog, thirst, dizziness, and chest pain. Others include a cough, abnormal movements, upset stomach, loss of taste, lack of sexual desire, and feeling sick after physical activity. The study, published in the Journal of the American Medical Association, looked at data from more than 9,600 adults who took part in the so-called RECOVER trial. I'm Lisa Taylor. An increasing number of Americans are pessimistic about retirement. A Gallup poll showed that 43% of those who have yet to retire expect they'll live comfortably when they do retire. That's five points down from last year and the lowest in over a decade. 
And the Boston Celtics avoided elimination once again with a big win in Game 5 of the Eastern Conference Finals. Boston defeated the Miami Heat 110-97 at TD Garden to trim Miami's series lead to one game. The Heat hold a 3-2 series lead as the series shifts back to Miami for Game 6 on Saturday night. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Five and a half minutes after five o'clock. Friday morning. It's Memorial Day weekend. So how's the weather going to be? This is going to be one of the best ones we've had that I can remember. Our Skywarn 13 weather forecast brought to you by the Chilson Automotive Group. New 2023 Subaru Outbacks are now available. ChilsonMotors.com. Sun today, sun tomorrow, mostly sunny Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Temperatures today and tomorrow, upper 70s, Sunday 80, and by about uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, upper 80s may hit 90 in a few places. And when the rain's going to come in, not sure, but Mike Dandry will tell us all about that. But a beautiful Memorial Day weekend forecast. Rice Lake, pleasant this morning, 47. Medford at 35, Wausau 39. Marshfield at 42, La Crosse at 48, Green Bay 38, Madison Sun Prairie at 39, Milwaukee 45 this morning, and it's a, kind of a nice morning outside our back door, 43 degrees this morning. Keeping it rural, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we are keeping it rural because Rural Mutual Insurance bringing us our early morning look at the markets. Once again, we thank them for that. All right, what are we looking at at the end of the week? Choice-fed beef steers in the cash market, 165 to 175 the trade this week. Mixed, 116 to 164. Choice-fed heifers, 165 up to 180 with the mixed heifers, 110 to 164. Choice-fed Holstein steers, 146 to 161. Select and silage-fed, 91 to 145. Cows, 84 to 99, topping at 129. Good cow market out there. You got some of those, as uh, Rocky said yesterday, you got some of those big old fat cows. Get them to market. They're worth a lot of money. And, uh, of course, uh, pretty much missed it this week. Not many sales going on today. And, of course, sale barns will be closed on Monday, but back in business Tuesday. The bull market this week, 95 to 116. Butcher hogs, 40 to 80. Sows, 15 to 20. The boars, 12 and down. Unshorn market lambs, 155 to 192. The feeder lambs, dollar to 225. And taking a look at the sheep and goat market this week, ewes were trading, 47 to 135. Small goats, 30 to 185. Medium-sized goats, 115 to 315. Large goats, 40 up to 380. And the nanny goats, 35 to 285. And at the Mercantile Exchange, livestock futures, cattle prices higher, hogs were lower. June live cattle 167.30 up a dollar 20, August 164.77 up 65 cents, October also up 65, 169.02 and December live cattle 172.85, that was up a half a dollar. Feeder cattle for August 234.70 up 17, September 23807 that was up 45 October up 47 at 24005 and November feeder cattle 24027 up 22 June hogs down 215 at 7765 July at 7725 down 357 August hogs 7695 down 345 and October 7120 that was down 220 Board of Trade was uh, mostly lower in the day trade yesterday. A lot of reasons, uh, some concerns about the the Chinese market. How much are they going to buy from us? And they're going to find everything in South America that they need. Bean meal was down yesterday. Brazil has a big crop going on the market, and even some rain in the extended forecast way out there put a little depression on the markets. That was during the day. Overnight, they rebounded a little bit. As we look at July corn overnight, up three cents at five ninety three. The oats up six at three thirty six. July wheat up seven to eight cents at six twelve. July beans up nine to ten cents at thirteen thirty three. And soybean meal up two ten a ton, three hundred ninety nine dollars and thirty cents, below four hundred dollars for the first time in quite a while. Well, the dairy markets are what they are: cheese barrels, 
down another cent and a half, a dollar and a half a pound. The blocks down five and three quarters to a dollar fifty two. Butter down two cents at two forty one and three quarters. May class three down three at sixteen seventeen. June down twenty six sixteen eleven. July down eighteen at sixteen sixty four. August down fifteen at seventeen forty eight. September down four at eighteen forty four. And if you're out there driving this weekend. No reason for gas prices to be going up. Hopefully they're going down a little bit. July crude was down $2.47 a barrel, sitting at just seventy-one eighty-seven. So, again, that's where we are as far as the markets are concerned. And if you are driving, drive safely out there because uh, there's going to be a lot of folks on the road. I think the uh, construction will be set aside. It better be because if folks are traveling one lane on the interstate, going to be some uh, awfully ugly people out there. I'm not doing it, but if you are, do it safely. 12 minutes after 5 at Wax, 43 degrees. Partners Jason McDonald and Aaron Dunn have a unique business north of Wheeler that I think we need to learn a little bit more about. So Jason, what's going on? We're the Grain Bend Butchery and Market. We are a full-service on-farm slaughter butcher shop processing facility along with a small bulk foods meat shop. What all do you offer? Yes, we offer everything from summer sausage, different flavors of that, whether you want cheese mixed in with it, jalapenos, anything like that. Anything you can pretty much think of, we'd be more than happy to uh, work with you and uh, dream this stuff up as to what you want. If you had seen something someplace that you want to try, we can certainly do that. Uh, snack sticks of all different flavors that we also offer in our retail cooler where you can try them first and, and say, I want some of those. And we can turn your animal into um, those products also, whether it be that, uh, breakfast sausage, Italian sausage, uh, whether it be any type of meat animal that you're bringing in to have processed. And that was Jason McDonald from the Grain Bin Butchery and Market Located at E4548 County Road Double F, Boysville, Wisconsin. Give them a call at 715-632-2800 or find them on Facebook. That's Grain Bin Butchery and Market. Well, the Grain Bin Butchery and Market in the Boysville area wants to, uh, say, have a good May Beef Month. Because May Beef Month is on and we're celebrating... And that includes the Grain Bin Butchery in Boyceville. And uh, we're going to have four people winning a $25 gift certificate from the Grain Bin Butchery in Boyceville. All you have to do is enter to win at the Wax Country Club. And, of course, May Beef Month is kind of winding down. So make sure you get entered for that $25 gift certificate from the Grain Bin Butchery outside of Boyceville. Also, other sponsors... For May Beef Month, Tractor Central, and the Alliance Bank. So, again, hopefully you're enjoying a beef month. And, boy, what a, what a weekend. If you're going to be grilling out burgers and steaks and roasts, and, oh, my goodness, it's going to be a good weekend for grilling out. So get some beef over there at the Grain Bin Butchery in Boyceville. All right, we got 16 minutes after 5 o'clock, and we've got some uh, farm news to take a look at. We'll talk about that next on Wax. 43 degrees right now. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. All right, let's take a look at uh, what's going on as far as our farm news. Supreme Court made a big decision this week. The court sided with the two Idaho property owners who had brought suit against the administration and the waters of the USA rule. And a 5-4 to four vote, the uh, justices said the EPA has misinterpreted the Clean Water Act's reach when it comes to uh, that property in Idaho, and the term significant nexus isn't found in the Clean Water Act. In sum, the Supreme Court justices said, we hold that the Clean Water Act extends to only those wetlands with a continuous surface connection to bodies that are waters in the United States in their own right, so that they are indistinguishable from those waters. This holding compels reversal here. The wetlands 
on uh, that Idaho property are distinguishable from any possibly covered water. So basically uh, mutes the Clean Water Act uh, of this administration, which uh, will make uh, an awful lot of uh, farmers and ranchers happy across the country, including in Wisconsin because of the fact that, uh, you know, get heavy rains and all of a sudden that's a water of the USA rule. Uh, They've got to come to some common sense when they're writing that, according to uh, the Supreme Court decision. So kind of striking down the waters of the USA rule. And some uh, record farm income numbers for last year helped lower the rate of Chapter 12 bankruptcy filings for farmers. New numbers from the bankruptcy court show filings in 2022 were at their lowest levels in nearly 20 years, down to .78 bankruptcies per 10,000 farms back in 2003, that rate was up to 3.3 per 10,000 farms. That's kind of the good news. The bad news or not so good news, Wisconsin had the highest rate of bankruptcies at 5.56 per 10,000 farms. Nebraska and Kansas were close behind. Texas had the lowest rate of Chapter 12 filings this year. Well, weather's going to be good and it's going to be warm, but what does that usually do when it gets hot and humid? Brews up some storms. Are you ready for that? We're going to hear about some things to do for getting ready for uh, prevention of, uh, well, damages when storms hit. We'll do that next right here on Wax. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. The month of June really kicks off the summer storm season. And now is the time to make sure your farm's electric grid is prepared. I'm Stephanie Hoff from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. Aaron Robarge joins us in studio. He's a master electrician with all comfort services out of the Madison area. And Aaron, you can start by reminding us why storms can cause problems with our farm or rural homes electricity. Probably the main thing is lightning and grounding. Those are going to be kind of the most affected items uh, in an electrical storm. You always want to make sure that you've got uh, good surge protection on your electronics, things like that. But I mean, mostly for farms, grounding is probably going to be the biggest thing that can uh, be affected by storms. So how do you know if your farm's electric grid is ready to handle what's to come this summer? Well, there's certain signs you can look for. Age is probably the number one. If your electrical system is old, uh, we would always suggest getting an electrician in there to take a look at it, do an inspection, kind of look at all the components and just make sure things are working right. A lot of times with farms too, you'll find that uh, certain shutoffs and things in barns, uh, they get full of hay or dust or dirt and things collect in there, can create heat, can cause a potential uh, uh, safety hazard. So those are things that we would look at and try and keep cleaned out and, and, and things that are good. Also, you know, just from a homeowner standpoint, just really age. Um, and when's the last time it's been looked at? That's always a good question to ask yourself um, and then kind of proceed from there. I like your comment about the debris being a safety hazard. Can you tell us why? Sure. So a lot of things uh, with electricity generate heat. Um, anytime that you're using power, you're generating heat to some degree. Um, and inside those uh, certain disconnects and switches, um, if you do get dust and debris in there, though we don't like to scare people by using the F word, but fire is possible. So that's kind of one of the things that we want to make sure is clean, safe, and, and hazard-free. Is there a telltale sign as a homeowner, as a farm owner, that you need to have work done? Sure. Um, a lot of things, uh, flickering lights, uh, if you notice any humming from things, uh, there is uh, what we call an electrical smell. Um, you can kind of tell there's that, that smell that you'll smell, like say an electronics got too warm or something like that. There is kind of an odor that electronics give off if they're, if they're generating too much heat. So those are some signs that you can look for as a homeowner to say, oh my gosh, I need to get an electrician here ASAP. How soon in advance should you be calling? You always want to give us at least a couple weeks in advance. Uh, however, emergencies happen and we're ready to roll anytime. Uh, that's one thing I will say is really great about our company is we're very fast responsive uh, to, uh, um, to emergency calls and things along those lines. So there's ways to be prepared for the storm, but storm comes, let's say the power does go out. Now what? Well, depending on what you're doing on your farm, if power is an absolute necessity, we would always recommend a backup generator, uh, something that can handle the load uh, that you need, uh, depending on whether you're running a dairy, uh, if you're running poultry, whatever it is that you're doing. There's different types of power requirements and needs for those different situations. And so we would always recommend having an electrician come out. We can size those prop, uh, uh, generators for you properly um, and make sure that you're not without power or stranded. 
I'm going to take a bet and say that some generators on people's farms are older than I am. I'm about 25 years old. <laughs> How do you know if you have the right generator for your power load? Sure. So we kind of look at equipment like that, like your car. Um, when does your car start giving you problems? Uh, what kind of preventive maintenance are you doing? If you don't do the preventive maintenance, the lifespan is shortened. If you do the preventive maintenance, the lifespan is expanded. So it's just a matter of being on some sort of program. We suggest with generators, again, every other year. The newer generators are actually self-diagnostic. They can test themselves and give you a report through Wi-Fi right to your email. There's some really great technology out there nowadays. But if you've ever got any concern or even just an idea hey, maybe I should get this checked out. Give your electrician a call, give us a call, and uh, we can take care of it for you. So uh, we're no stranger to supply chain disruptions that's kind of been happening since the COVID-19 pandemic. Anything happening in an electrician's world where supply chain is an issue, maybe it's delays on getting generators, maybe it's other equipment, just what should consumers be aware of when they start placing these orders to prepare for storms to come when it comes to the supply chain? That's a great question. Uh, so many things have changed in the past few years, as we know, with the supply chain and just the way people do business. Things are very different. Uh, with anything like this, we're about a year in advance that we need to know for certain things to make these things happen. In emergency situations, we can usually bring things in a little bit quicker, but mostly Generac, uh, some of the bigger names that are out there, they're, depending on the size of the generator, that is, and depending on all the situations, sometimes they're up to a year out. Uh, so if this is something, again, that you're concerned about, give us a call. We can always find temporary solutions. There's always a temporary solution, but for the permanent fixes, sometimes we need a little more planning these days than we used to three years ago. If your generator can't handle powering all the operations on a farm at once, what strategies do you recommend to spread out those load requirements? Absolutely. There's there's a lot of different options, and depending on your situation, we can propose those options to you. But yes, there is what's called load shedding, and there is a way that you can take a smaller generator and still make your farm able to work. Now, that requires a little more work from you, um, but like a, a whole, like, you know, one that could control your whole farm, that would be completely automatic. You don't have to do anything. It just happens. There's about a 30-second delay, and then the generator's running everything for you. Um, with the smaller, more portable Portable generators. If you're carrying it around, plugging it in, obviously there's fuel that you have to continuously maintain. Um, and then also just the, the work of getting the generator from A to B, plugging it in all the hookups and transfer switches. For folks who are in the market for a new generator, like how is generator size measured? And how does that compare to like, let's say I've got a 50 cow dairy or a 500 cow dairy? What do the sizes look like for that? Sure. So that's going to depend on the electrical service coming into the building itself and what your power requirements are. We can get generators anywhere from what's called a 3K or 3000 watt generator, which is very small, all the way up to you can get 300 kilowatt that are massive that could power a skyscraper. So, I mean, and anything in between. So whatever your power requirements are, we can meet those needs. What does price look like for a, a generator? So, and that greatly depends as well. Um, so, you know, if you're looking for a little bit cheaper model, not going to give you as much longevity, kind of, again, we treat these things just like we would an automobile. If you buy a lower end vehicle, it's not going to last you as long, give you great performance for a few years, if that's what your budget allows. Um, but we would always recommend going with the bigger brands, the better brands, the longevity, the better warranties and those kind of things, the the good upkeep and all of that stuff. So hard to kind of say like price range because it varies so much. But uh, if you ever got any questions, just again, contact your local electrician or give us a call at All Comfort Services and we can help you out. Aaron, another thing I wanted to ask you about, too, is many farms are looking to make expansions this year, adding on to a building for more animals or maybe another uh, barn shed or something like that. What's some advice from you as our master electrician here today on what farmers should be thinking about when they're making these expansions and how that's going to impact their electrical grid? Absolutely. So before you start planning, I would always talk with an electrician and make sure that what you're going to do is able to, that there's enough power available for that expansion. A lot of people, you know, say, oh gosh, well, you know, I've got all this power. It's fine. You know, my panel's not full, but you may not have enough power available to be able to supply all the things that are coming with the expansion. The theme of this conversation is all about getting ready for the severe storm season. 
But a Wisconsin summer also comes with some hot days. How do high temperatures impact electrical power? Anything that's using electricity will generate heat to some degree. And all of our ampacities and wire, that's the amount of current, if you will, or volume of power that can be carried, that number shrinks because the wire, the hotter it gets, the higher the resistance gets. So heat can definitely affect equipment. If you've got things that are in direct sunlight on a 90-degree day, it's going to run a heck of a lot harder than it would on a 40-degree day in direct sunlight. It's really just a, a matter of making sure that your system is set up properly, making sure that you're not overloading things and not playing the, yeah, I can get away with it game and really just make sure that you know what you're doing is safe. And again, storm preparations, be ready for it. Thanks, Stephanie. Stephanie Hoff talking with the master electrician this morning. Hi, it's a Friday morning. It's busy. Bob doing the chores. Jill is off today. Brent's here, though. He's going to be with us, and we'll uh, hear from him as uh, he gets ready for more work in the fields. 5.30 in the morning. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. We'll get an update on our Memorial Day weekend weather and beyond. Let me tell you, it's going to be hot. going to be like summer, and uh, we'll find out about that. Brent will talk about the crops and the happy guy this morning. But in the meantime, we've got to find out what's going on in the news. Morgan McCarthy is going to join us. Good morning, Morgan. Well, good morning. Here's what we're learning today. We start in the courts, and we now know it's homicide charges in Chippewa. Police say they knew something was wrong the minute Abraham Sanchez Galicia walked into the police station. This was last weekend, but just recently, prosecutors filed attempted homicide charges against him. He was covered in blood when he walked in. Police say it took a minute to figure out what was going on. There was a language barrier. Eventually, though, they realized... He had been in a fight, and that's when they went to a nearby home and found a man lying in a pool of blood. The man says Sanchez Galicia attacked him, but Sanchez Galicia says he was the one who was attacked. As it stands, the judge ordered Sanchez Galicia held on $50,000 bond. Well, in headlines that stretch the state, the head of the UW system says all but three campuses could be running a deficit by the end of next year if the university doesn't get more money. President Jay Rothman yesterday saying a new report shows every campus, but Madison, Stout, and La Crosse will be in the red next year. Rothman continues to push lawmakers for more money for the UW system. Though you likely remember Regents already raised tuition. Now Rothman wants an 8% increase in the next state budget and didn't rule out closing some campuses if things don't turn around. Well, we look to the business scene and there are layoffs coming to the northern part of our state. Collins Aerospace announced it will be permanently closing its facility in Peshtigo. The company told state regulators it plans to start issuing pink slips in July, fully closing by December. It'll affect about 100 people that work at the plant in Peshtigo, and they will all lose jobs. What they did was make airplane seats at the facility. When it comes to those airplanes and on the roads, it'll be travel all the way around. In fact, this Memorial Day weekend is looking at more travel than the last three years has seen. AAA expecting about 800,000 people to head out over the long holiday weekend. That would be the most since... uh, about 2019 pre-pandemic levels and of course a lot of people consider it the official kickoff to summer nothing wrong with enjoying some brats on the grill but memorial day speaks to much more than that and volunteers across the country spending time to put american flags at graves at veteran home cemeteries across the country for example at uh, grand rapids michigan it shows more like how the younger generation cares and it shows that they're paying their respects young scout groups said they were pleased to help i think it's a good thing to see a bunch of young people here um every year there's more and more showing that more people are taking advantage of being here to help support veterans an important message any time of year but especially on this memorial day weekend when some truly gave all we head back to the barn with bob bolsold and your midwest farm report on wax 104.5 thank you morgan as uh, we continue on a friday morning here at wax again 43 degrees, at least I think that's what the temperature. Let's find out for sure. Mike Dandry is over at Skywarn 13. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, Bob. And uh, actually, our temperature has dropped a little bit more. It's been dropping pretty quickly okay, throughout what the is morning. It? 38. 38. Well, I'm still not covering my flowers. <laughs> well, if you were down in uh, like Black River Falls or Toma, you probably would want to do oh, that. Oh, they're down it's in below the, freezing? Oh, it's in the 20s there. Oh, good for them. <laughs> yeah. Wow, Yikes. in the 20s. Yeah, tw- wow. I, I believe uh, last I checked, it was 27 in Toma. 
Okay, but it'll warm up nicely. They're going to get about 50 degrees warmer than that today, aren't they? Yeah, it is going to be a nice one. Now, today will be filled with sunshine, and we don't have that humidity at the surface either. Our dew point's actually going to remain in the 30s and 40s, so some pretty dry air. And temperatures today expect to get into the mid to upper 70s. Another day filled with sunshine and 70s tomorrow, but Sunday brings us into the low 80s, still with more sunshine through Memorial Day weekend and even into Tuesday with our temperatures approaching the mid to upper 80s. And then Wednesday, we still have that sunshine, but that's where the humidity will start to come into play, too. And that can, sp- that can spark a pop-up shower or storm. And the same thing on Thursday as temperatures climb to the upper 80s. And again, some places nearing 90. But, yeah, 38 degrees to kick us off with a dew point of 31 in Eau Claire. But a mostly clear sky for what that's worth. No, ha- no uh, fog or haze from Canada? No, uh, none of that haze. I mean, yesterday was kind of a crystal blue sky. And, yeah, it was uh, nice. It was just beautiful. Yeah, it was nice to get out and enjoy the uh, at High V yesterday. Uh, there was the Country Jam event, and it I was, was over there. You were? You bet. What, what time were you there? I didn't see you. I was there. Well, I got there about uh, five or a little after. I tell you, they and it sounds like they're going to have this every May is Beef Month, and boy, I'm telling you. They served an eight-ounce sirloin, beautiful, thick sirloin, looked like a you know big, nice fillet, with potatoes and green beans with bacon. Ten bucks. You that, go to a restaurant that's that. thirty bucks at least. Yeah, you cannot beat that. No, ten bucks. Yeah, and they had. Uh, I mean, it was it was just a fun event overall. And uh, yeah, I ended up dipping out about uh, quarter after five. Yeah, but... that's about the time I got there. A little after that. Gotcha. But, yeah, it was it was a fun event and a beautiful day for it, for sure. Oh, it was. Next Thursday looks like it's going to be uh, not too bad either, huh? Yeah, it's going to be a hot one, though. Yeah, so. that's right. But that steak's going to take... I know where I'm going to have supper every Thursday <laughs> in the summertime, that's for sure. You bet. All right. Thank you, Michael. Have a good Memorial Day weekend. You, you too, uh, You uh, Now, somebody told me, and I related this, and you served uh, years in the, in the Marine Corps, mm-hmm. but uh, the celebrations of the observances i guess are better ways to put it for our military veterans day for those that served and were able to come home and take off the uniform mm-hmm. armed forces day for those that are currently serving correct and memorial day an observation and observance for those that put on the uniform and never got the chance to take it off exactly and that's the the true meaning of monday so while you're enjoying it just remember to uh you know, keep those veterans that weren't able to come home in mind. Absolutely. Thank you, sir. Have a good Memorial Day weekend. You bet, Bob. You too. There he goes. Mike Dandry over there at Skywarn 13 with our weather. We're about 22 minutes before 6 o'clock. More farm news, markets, and Brent Wink. What a menu! For those who work in acres... Not in hours. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 20 minutes to 6 here at Wax on a Friday morning down to 38 degrees. Man, down in the 20s, down around Tolman Black River. So, But it'll warm up nicely, sun in the upper 70s. Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection sent out $200,000 in grants for the Buy Local, Buy Wisconsin program. Ten operations around the state getting some of that money, including in our area, Together Farms at Mondovi, Rock Ridge Orchard over to Edgar, BFF Kombucha of Spencer. I don't know what that is. got to get over and see what that is. And the Bayfield Regional Food Producers Co-op in Washburn, since the program began back in 2008, 110 projects have funded with uh, have been funded with over 2.8 million dollars of state funds. Now, some county fairs are going to be able to improve their operations thanks to funding of over 227 thousand dollars provided by Compere Financials Fund for Rural America. About 57 fairs in Compere's service area, each receiving four thousand dollar grants to improve their fairs. In our area, that includes the Bayfield and Burnett County Fairs, as well as the Northern Wisconsin State Fair in Chippewa Falls. They're going to buy pens for their small animal barn. Other fairs getting financial help include the Monroe County Fair, the Vernon County Fair, and the St. Croix County Fair. Reportedly, the St. Croix County Fair is going to use that money to improve their hamburger cooking operation over there. Is that uh, is that true? Aware of that? Well, you weren't, Maybe huh? bigger pay for you, the people flipping burgers. You haven't been called into a hamburger <laughs> no. uh, program to no, learn how I to haven't. make better hamburgers. I, I better get in line though. <laughs> <laughs> so St. Croix County Fair, that's Brent, and Brent will be along here in just a few minutes. As uh, again, we've got a busy Friday, 
and lots more to do with markets. And uh, again, we'll remind you a couple things going on around the area this weekend. Of course, fairs and observances at uh, cemeteries are in a lot of areas, but there are other stuff as well. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And once again, we mentioned the uh, the ride over at uh, Nielsville, the honor ride, Nielsville, the high grounds, and from all over the state, starting 7 o'clock Monday morning and ending up at, uh, at the high ground eventually. Also, you want to go to a horse bowl Saturday, tomorrow, Ontario. That'll be at noon. Horses at the noon, the ponies will pull at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. So whatever you do, enjoy Memorial Day weekend. But uh, main thing, do it safely. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. We're going to get to the markets here in a moment. But don't forget, hey, we're taking a bus to see the Brewers play the Cubs in Milwaukee on July 6th. That's a Thursday. It's an afternoon game, and I'll be hosting that bus. So we're going to have a lot of fun. And uh, get on that bus July 6th. How to do it? Info at waxradio.com. Give you all the information you need. July 6th, heading for a Brewers game. All right, let's get to the market, see what happened over there at Altoona Sale Barn yesterday. And here's uh, Mr. Lindsay to tell us all about it. Choice beef steers, Neffers, $1.45 to $1.72. Choice dairy cross steers, Neffers, $1.45 to $1.68. High yielding choice and prime Holstein steers, $1.52 to $1.60. Choice Holstein steers, $1.45 to $1.51. The select underfinished heavyweight oversized steers and heifers, $1.44 and down. Top 20% of the cull cows sold from $1.05 to $1.23. We had a top of $1.27. 60% of the cows sold from $67 to $1.04. Bottom 20% of the cows sold from $66 and down. 80% of the organic cows sold from $1.30 to $1.41. Bottom 20% of the organic cows sold from $1.29 and down. Cold bulls sold from $1 to $1.20. Thin, full horn, and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the 95-pound and up Holstein bull calves sold from $180 to $280 per head. Light and pork quality calves sold from $180 per head and down. Quality beef calves sold from $270 to $535 per head. Our next special feeder sale will be this Friday, May 26, starting at noon. We are expecting about 250 to 300 head of Holstein and beef feeders for the sale. We'll also have a black Angus breeding bull and a few bred beef cows. As usual, all feeder sales are live on Cattle USA. Early consignments are posted on the Equity Livestock Market consignment page. Click on the Altoona Market to view those. We will also be accepting cattle on Memorial Day from 4 to 8 p.m. for the Tuesday sale. If you have any questions about the sale, this sale or upcoming sales, feel free to give us a call at 715-835-3104. This has been Jim Lindsay reporting from Equity Livestock in Altoona. Have a great day. Every piece of land has a story. The Upshaw's right there is with a John Deere 1 Series tractor they call Penny. When your project comes up, you have to jump in and figure out what is it going to take. From front loader to backhoe, the Upshaw's have the tools to DIY all day long. Run with us on a 1 Series tractor and start telling your story today. Knock out every task on your list. It's a lot easier with the help of a John Deere 1 Series tractor. Versatile, easy, and affordable. Find yours at Tractor Central. Start now at TractorCentral.com. Eau Claire Energy, Riverland Energy, and Chippewa Valley Electric are Touchstone Energy Cooperatives, your source for power and information. Let's get to more markets. Heading over to the Equity Stratford Barn on a Friday morning. Jerry Fitzgerald is with us. Good morning, Jerry. How you doing? Well, Bob, good morning. We're doing great, you know, and I'm sitting here looking at the calendar. Uh, one week from today, uh, Marshfield breakfast over there, I think, huh? You bet. The uh, Dairy Fest over there in Marshfield. So, uh, yeah, June dairy breakfast, and we'll have to get that list out, that's for sure. Well, that's a week away. we got work to do this morning here. What to wrap up the week for us? We better do that, Bob. Thank you. And markets continue to be very good and a good morning to everyone. A summary from yesterday and this past week here at Equity Stratford. We'll start with the cow market. Conventional cows now, uh, like I said, markets continue to be fully steady. High yielding fleshy Holstein cows and beef cows this week, selling from a dollar to a dollar twenty. Uh, the majority of the cows this week are selling between seventy five and ninety eight. Thinner cows, light carcass cows, seventy four and below. Organic market, that's on Tuesday's auction. Again, good prices on these organic cows, one forty six to one fifty nine on the better quality organics. Uh, lower yielding organics, one forty five and down. Fed cattle also. Uh, Good demand in the fed cattle. Choice grading Holstein steers are selling from 138 to uh, 155. 
high-yielding choice and strictly prime Holsteins from 156 to 163. Select grading cattle, underfinished cattle, 133 and below. On the bull trade this week, uh, better quality bulls are selling from a dollar to a dollar twenty-five. Lighter weight bulls below 97. Calf market, uh, the better quality 9,230 pound Holstein bull calves, mostly from 150 to 300. On Monday's auction, a lot of these bull calves from 300 up to a top of 375. Heifer calves mostly from 50 to a dollar. Uh, with a dollar sixty top uh, again, also on Monday sale, and your beef calves good demand from two fifty to five hundred. Again, we did top at those at five sixty, and uh, of course on Memorial Day, Equity Stratford will be closed. We'll be closed on Memorial Day. Our employees can enjoy the day with their family. We'll open up Tuesday morning at six o'clock for uh, you folks to deliver your cattle for uh, uh, the Tuesday auction, big auction on Tuesday, including. Um, uh, the hay auction also, we'll sell organic cattle, baby calves on Tuesday, so full marketing day on Tuesday. Also, our next feeder cattle sale will be next Wednesday at 1230. We do have two herd dispersals scheduled for June. You folks can take a look at that at the website, and we'll have more to say about that. Get a little bit closer to that. So, Bob, I'll turn it back to you. You folks enjoy the Memorial Day weekend. It looks like it's going to be beautiful weather, so... Drive careful, be safe, and Bob, uh, you going to be at the helm on Monday, or? No, not, uh, no, I'm not, so, in fact, I don't know, I don't think anybody's going to be here, so you're going to do the chores alone on Monday, I guess, so, and you take the time off, too, and we'll talk to you Tuesday morning. You bet, Bob, enjoy your weekend, and yeah, we'll be back here next week, uh, and talk to you then. Thank you. You bet, Jerry Fitzgerald at Stratford. Keep it at Rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. All right, Brent's with us in a moment here, but let's wrap up the markets. Board of Trade was down yesterday. A lot of reasons. Rain in the out forecast. China market concerns. When's that big Brazilian crop going to hit the market? Overnight, though, a little jump in prices on the board. Corn up three at 593 is all, though. Oats up six at 336. July wheat up seven to eight at 612. Soybeans up nine to 10 overnight for July 1333. Meal up to ten at three ninety nine thirty. Country elevator prices at the Northside Elevator Day in Loyal corn five seventy seven, beans at twelve ninety three in their Arcadia location. Corn five eighty three, beans at thirteen oh seven. Wheat and grain Chippewa Falls Connorsville corn five sixty five, soybeans twelve ninety eight. On the DTN screen, corn at uh, Arcadia Golden Plump five eighty nine. Baldwin five fifty two with the beans twelve eighty three. Durand corn five fifty two, beans twelve seventy eight. Mondovi and Elmwood, 556 on the corn, 1283 on the soybeans. Corn at Fall Creek is 542, beans 1258. Osseo is 569 and 1283. Out at Elk Mound, 562 on the corn, 1288 for the beans. Sparta, Melrose Farm Service down there, 580 for corn, 1263 on the beans. Ellsworth, 542 and 1258. Ethanol plants, Boyceville, 593. Stanley, 594. New Richmond facility, 588. Barrel cheese, a buck and a half, down a cent and a half. Blocks 152 down five and three quarters. Butter down two at 241 and three quarters. May class three down three at 1617. June down 26 at 1611. July down 18 at 1664. August down 15 at 1748. Well, let's get some better news. Brent Wink is with us on our Winfield United covering the crops program. And uh, planters are in the shed, cleaned up, greased, and uh, ready to go. And uh, hay in time. Good out there. Wow, this is just an incredible week. Yeah, we we finished planting, I think, last Sunday or Monday, mm-hmm. and a lot of things wrapping up. But boy, the hay that's getting knocked down, oh, isn't that just really going fun down. to see all of this equipment? And they can they can mow those fields off in a hurry. Boy, they can, and they can put them up in a hurry when oh. it's ready to. And I'll tell you, this is kind of like, uh, remember a few years ago around here, it was kind of like Arizona. You know, you got to be careful. You yes. got to keep an eye on that hail. Yes, it can change in a yeah, hurry. And so, that's uh, yeah. that's kind of, my phone's been ringing off the hook this week and kind of, I guess, feast or famine on rain. And uh, just kind of recap a lot of the activity from this week. We, we actually were dealing with some replants and we uh, rewind back a few weeks ago certain areas that maybe we were, were getting too much rain or we're getting rain after some planting. So do uh, are finding some replants in some areas, not too many, but some soil crusting and things on some of that that went in back then. Uh, the the thing that's probably dominating uh, most of the talk right now, you know, we're always preaching about herbicide applications and getting things done. And we've got such a period of no rain, 
And when we look at a lot of the herbicides going out, they're group 15 herbicides. And really what that means is those herbicides are designed to stop root and shoot growth of these weeds. When the weeds germinate and they start to grow in the soil, these herbicides that we've laid out on the soil are there to stop that from happening. And maybe if they've emerged a little bit, those herbicides can uh, control that. But with no rain, that isn't ideal. I mean, these herbicides, you like to see rain to kind of activate them or to get them moved into the soil surface. So I'm not going to lie, this could present some challenges. I have had a lot of growers call in and asking, well, should we spray? There's no rain in the forecast. Should we do this? And and my advice to everybody is, yes, we still need to spray because, number one, we never can predict when that rain will come. Yeah, this we, weather, the good heat of the it, day could fire just up some storms. pop something up, and if you had your herbicide out, you're going to be in a much better position. And the other thing is, if you do not spray, we know that those weeds will come through. So we certainly, you know, get the herbicides laid out there. Uh, this is probably going to be one of those years, though, where there might be some escapes here and there. Uh, some of the some of the herbicide companies do have some respray claims and things where you can maybe get a few dollars uh, toward a respray, but definitely getting the herbicides applied. I know uh, you know there's not a lot of rain in the forecast here, but it's still really critical. Then, as the weeds are emerging, a little bit of glyphosate with any of those Group 15. Uh, herbicides is a great idea, and, and we're almost to that stage where glyphosate should be in uh, in each of these tank loads moving forward because we're getting a lot of these grasses and weeds that are starting to emerge out in those fields. So, you know, it, it, it's kind of one of those years, like I say, feast or famine. We rewind a month ago, and we were complaining it wouldn't stop raining, and uh, now we're going to be begging for rain. But the thing, Bob, is let's just enjoy probably one of the most – uh, beautiful weather weekends for Memorial Day that I can remember in a long time. So everyone worked really hard. They pushed really hard. Take a little time off. Enjoy the weekend. Uh, uh, go to your favorite uh, observance ceremony. A lot of different opportunities going on. Again, I uh, hope everyone enjoys their Memorial Day weekend. Got your camper set up for the weekend? You know, mine stays on a camps, campground. Oh, I did that for about five years, so my, my wife isn't yelling at me. Of, uh, <laughs> so she, she I, I think, went up there Wednesday, and uh, I'll see if I can't sneak up there tonight or tomorrow. Oh, that, good for you. That's fun. Yeah. But yeah, there's been so many Memorial Day weekends where, you know, High is going to be 47. The yes, and blow. rain, <laughs> and, and just uh, yeah. a terrible, and this, like I said, this one looks really beautiful. It so really does. Get out and enjoy. All right, have a good weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Yeah, you too. Take care. All right, Brent Wink with us on our Winfield United Covering the Crops program, and yes, the weather, spectacular. Sun, sunny weather, warm temperatures, 70s today and tomorrow, 80s Sunday by middle of next week, could get 90, but it's chilly right now it's 38 out there but have a great memorial day weekend you've been listening to the midwest farm report available at waxradio.com in its entirety every day brought to you in part by bluff country feed and seed and montovi and the chilson family of brand dealerships chippewa falls and kadok on-demand content at waxradio.com every part of your vehicle serves a purpose especially your tires when they aren't right it makes a big difference in safety So, find great deals on trusted brands of automotive and specialty tires for farm machinery, utility vehicles, and more at Blaine's Farm and Fleet.